you're about to listen to our program Eng. We don't know why, however we are grateful you chose to. We do wish to inform you that the views, opinions and overall morality, do not necessarily reflect those of the station, interview guests, sponsors or musical entities. If you should choose to continue, and we sincerely hope that you do. Just know, we tried to advise you against these actions and we are not responsible for any damage done to your sanity, morals or ideals. Thank you. Here comes the terrible siren. this i am aware i am a humble man that you feel you don't belong i won't say you should follow me you are welcome you are loved join us and we shall reach the promised plane i'm not boastful and my chorus is more soulful one of joy one lacking pain we are the cult of love Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Cult of Odd, and I am your friendly internet radio host and cult leader. Although I'm not feeling too friendly tonight. I, uh, I'm going to preface this episode with, I do not currently give two fucks what your opinion is opposite of mine. I am done. I am tired. I can't do it anymore. Your opinion is wrong. Your opinion is not valid. If it is against what I'm for, it is no longer valid. It has been proven time and time again that everything I stand for, if you're against, your opinion now is no longer valid. Now, I know that's a bold statement to make, but I've gotten to the point where I realize I don't belong here. I am not a member of this society. I am a member stuck in this society. And I don't like it. Now, I don't know if anyone will hear what I'm saying and honestly have whatever I say tonight resonate with them. But what I do know is I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Friday, last Friday, a week ago, we went dark. And the reason we went dark is for solidarity with women. Because you see, last Friday, the Supreme Court of the United States of America 
ruled that women do no longer have bodily autonomy. They are not in control of what they do with their own bodies. States are. That's what the federal government has said. It's up to the state to tell your wife, your girlfriend, your sister, your daughter, your mother, your aunt, your grandmother, what to do with their body. And I wish that that was an exaggeration. Because let's be honest, when it comes to politics, there is a lot of hyperbole or hyperbole, however you want to say the word. But this is no exaggeration. This is no stretch. This is no reach. This is no fabrication. Alternative facts, none of it. This is true. And when they did that, they set off a ticking clock for women in quite a few states. There's what they call trigger laws set to go into effect. And what these trigger laws will do will block access to birth control, block access to life-saving health measures. It will block access to hormone treatments and a whole slew of other things involved with women and their reproductive health. All in the name of saving babies. But they're not saving babies. They're saving clumps of cells. There are already rules and laws put into place for how late an abortion can happen. No, you see, ladies and gentlemen, what they are doing is they are force or forcing women to give birth. And again, I wish that was an exaggeration because that sounds like something out of a dystopian fucking sci-fi novel. But it is not the case. You see, when I say all manners of reproductive health, you have to understand that an abortion isn't just some lazy or um, person with not enough care taken. No, you see, abortions happen for a ton of reasons outside a lack of responsibility. There are things called ectopic pregnancies. An ectopic pregnancy is when the egg descends and gets stuck in the fallopian tube. Now, when the dude comes along and lets his little fucking sperm all in the neighborhood... the egg gets fertilized inside the fallopian tube and starts to grow. If it is left to grow, it will kill the baby and it will kill the mother. Surgery 
to try to fix or right the ship because somebody's going to, you know, somewhere along the line, be like, well, they can just have surgery and save the baby. Could kill the mother and could kill the baby. The only safe way to take care of things is to have an abortion. There are other reasons that a woman could have an abortion. Um, the baby could be not surviving inside of her. There could be something medically wrong with the child or even the clump of cells that are inside of her. And it could end both of their lives if something isn't done. Or, if you want to say it, it could end the mother's life if not taken care of. There are miscarriages. These things happen. There are any number of reasons that a baby doesn't grow. But you see, all of those reasons would now brand the mother a criminal as anyone that helped her. This is, this is an all-out war on women. So the question now is, where do we go from here? It would seem that decades of progress and of peacefully fighting to protect human rights in America is all for naught. The United States Supreme Court has just waged war on women. The right-heavy court told the country that women have no say or control over their own bodily autonomy. That their health care, and it is health care we're talking about, is left up to the fates of the legislators within the states they reside in. That access to life-saving medications and medical help will be decided by a crusty old dude or a stepford wife brainwashed woman within certain states. Some say this is how it should be, that the federal government should have never gotten involved. But what that, as far as I know, that was the point of the Supreme Court, to hear the cases that were possibly ruled wrong by the states, things too big for the states to be left to bicker over. Civil rights. You know, that thing that every human in this country's borders should have? There's something that's often said. And I'm going to read the original quote to you. And I'm going to re-tell you what the summarized version of this is. When, then, is the relation of law to morality? Law cannot prescribe morality. It can prescribe only extreme actions, and therefore it should prescribe only those actions whose mere fulfillment, from whatever motive, the state adjudges to be conducive to welfare. What actions are these? Obviously such actions as to promote the physical and social conditions requisite for the expression and development of free or moral personality. Law does not and cannot cover all the ground of morality. To turn all moral obligations into legal obligations would be to destroy morality. Ha! 
Happily, it is impossible. No code of law can envisage the myriad changing or situations, the myriad of changing situations that determine moral obligations. Moreover, there must be one legal code for all, but moral codes vary as much as the individual characters of which they are the expression. To legislate against the moral code of one's fellows is a very grave act, requiring for its justification the most undubitable and universal admitted of the social gains, for it is to steal their moral codes, to suppress their characters. Robert Morris MacIver, Scottish, sociolo Scottish sociologist, uh, alive uh, from 1882 to 1970. This quote is often summarized as, You can't legislate morality. Others turn to the Bible's teaching and interpret passages uh, to mean this. Legislating morality is about preserving one's own comfort, and the politicians, both left and right, are steeped in religious control. But as I've always said, there are three things that run this country. Money, religion, and politics. Money can affect the bottom two. It can make you change both your religion and your politics. But religion and politics can't make you change your mind on money. America is exuding super toxic dom energy right now. For the uninitiated, we're all at least aware of the dom sub lifestyle, I'm sure. But did you know, inside that kink or lifestyle, the sub is the one with all of the power. Nothing happens without the submissives okay. Things stop when they call it. And the dom is there to serve the sub. At least in a healthy version of that lifestyle. But more often than not, there is a toxic version where the dom, usually male, believes the sub is beneath him and must cater to his every whim, always for fear of punishment which often looks like more like abuse in these particular instances. And that is where America is right now. They are the toxic dom. The moral, Christian, white, male majority. And it doesn't matter if they're GOP or they're Democrat. It doesn't matter if there's a fucking flag flying out of their ass. They are the problem. And they've duped a bunch of women into believing that they're right. And this is generational. There, you have women with them that have been in generational versions of this toxic ideology. Now, it's easy to say, the white man. And I'm sure... That there will be those out there that end up hearing this and take big issue with the fact that I am saying the white man is the problem. They'll say, hey, Clarence Thomas isn't white. He wants to be. We 
are being farmed and controlled. I'm going to ask any one of you that hear this, when's the last time you truly felt represented at the polls? When's the last time you felt like any law or legislation has been passed, codified as a right that represented you? Because the Republicans will scream up and down that Donald Trump was their savior. However, if you look at the majority of what votes Republican, they're nowhere near where they think they are. They are not part of the club that they believe themselves to be part of. They would not even be allowed on the grounds. So why do they do it? It's brainwashing, honestly. You have a mix of uh, Fox News on stream, constant, filling their heads full of nonsense. Actually, it, it's not even Fox News, because this is going to sound like I'm, I'm hitting heavy on the GOP, and you know what? I kind of am, but I want you to understand, I know the Democrats are no better, but the GOP is responsible for this bullshit. So I, I'm going to say this again, because I know... There is someone, when this goes up, when it gets posted to YouTube, someone is going to hear this, and they're going to say, Well, the Democrats, you must be a liberal. No. They're all fucked. Left wing, right wing, same fucking bird. But when is the last time you felt represented? When is the last time you felt seen? When is the last time you felt heard? Because I'm telling you what, we went into the last election cycle with a couple of fairly solid candidates. And we came out with Grandpa Joe. I'm not a Biden fan. I think that he's a, he comes off as a doddering idiot. I don't know that the man is a doddering idiot, but he comes off as a doddering idiot. Trump was an idiot, but he wasn't doddering. He just did a lot of really weird shit. Who drinks a glass of water like that? He was misogynistic. He was brash. You know what? Here's the reason that Trump won. He was brash. He was loud. He wasn't a fucking politician. And he knew how to speak just well enough to let everyone fill in the gaps to what he was saying. He left it open to interpretation. He wholly Bibled it. Because if you've ever been to church, you understand what I'm talking about. It's the way they talk. 
the way evangelicals talk. You give them just enough. And they feel like you're talking about them. And all politicians do this. But Trump was king at it. So, the GOP has passed these laws. But the Democrats had 50 years And I'll get into that. Trust me. But that's where America is right now. They're in a tox- they are the toxic dom. Some great value version of Christian Grey. And whether you like it or not, he's forcing us into his red, white, and blue room. Fuck consent or consideration. Get in there. Take my licks. All to buy and sell you your dreams and makeup. Speaking of... We better cover that black eye America just gave us because there's a dinner party at nine and we have to maintain our appearances, don't we? Because we're the greatest country in the world, right? There is no better country, correct? That's the uh, company slogan at this point. You know, we used to have a motto, now we got a company slogan. Why? Why did we let it get this far? Is it truly our fault? I think some of most of it is. But I'm beginning to see that either it was a long con that we didn't catch or we were too lazy to pay attention to keep this from happening. And it really could go either way. Like right now, there's a website. It's currently down. Uh, But there is a Reddit thread on it. So you can go look at that if you want until the website comes back up. There's a website called Progressive Shopper. And it lets you know which companies are donating to what causes. More specifically, uh, what companies are donating to anti-abortion? It went down. I posted to my Facebook wall. For anyone that loves Taco Bell, please understand that they give a lot of money to the GOP. And then immediately my wall was like, ah, Democrats, ah, social programs, ah, who said? Because I said, you know, why maybe stop going to Taco Bell. I mean, fuck, you should stop going to Taco Bell anyways because the shit is garbage. That is why it tears you up the uh, an hour or two later or the next day. That is why. It's garbage. You're literally paying to shovel garbage into you. But aside from that, they're a corporation that is directly giving money to organizations and individuals that support anti-abortion measures. Which means they're anti-your wife, your sister, your mother, your daughter, your niece, your grandmother, any woman in your life, Taco Bell is against them. And are actively against them. 
but everyone was like, oh, where's your proof? All these things. And okay, I get the proof. Ask for proof, fine. Do a little homework on your own, like one person did because I had said the website was down and they went to Reddit and found it themselves. Did the work, put in the effort to find the information. This shouldn't be that much to ask. You're sitting there with your phone anyways. You have access to find any bit of information you choose. Anyways, they posted it. Someone else said, well, you know, if you can't go to Taco Bell, what fast food restaurants do you suggest? None. Go to a mom and pop shop. Go to a diner. Go to a small restaurant. Why Why? Why do we need the, the, the fast food? We don't. But not to get off track here. The point is, is the minute that you tell people... Okay, we can make things better. You just got to stop doing a couple of things. What do you mean I got to stop doing it? You just got to stop doing a couple of things. You won't really miss it. You think you will, but you won't. Well, I'm not stopping. I'm not done. I'm not, you know, how dare you? Why would I, why would I not go to Taco Bell? I like Taco Bell. I want Taco Bell. And that's what the problem. We, we don't really want change. We just want what we want now. The reason I, I would say to boycott any business is because they don't listen to us talk. They don't listen to legislation. They don't listen to us get violent and riot. But yet they keep telling us, well, you need to find a way to to get your point across. But you're not listening. But I know something that'll make you listen. When that bottom line gets a little too low, a little too bottom, you start to listen then. We've seen this already. We'll get to that. Anyways, SCOTUS members actually have told the people, you know, the ones they supposedly work for, that you that you need to shut up and accept our will. That's paraphrasing, but tantamount to what it meant. It was Clarence Thomas that said it. Then a few weeks later, they stripped away any rights a woman had. The elected president gave a statement. That's right. Grandpa Joe hopped up out of bed and went to the mic. And it equated to somebody should do something about this. Motherfucker, you're somebody. You. You sit in the highest office of the fucking land. Supposedly. You should do something. But why would he? It's not an election year. And if he did, it would piss off everybody else. 
You piss off the Republicans, you get January 6th. You piss off the Democrats or the liberals and they're politicians, you don't get much. They don't have any balls. They don't have any backbone. They're still trying to play a game that they know is rigged. But they're sticking by the rules anyways, just in case someone's paying attention. The birth rate here in America is on decline. Can't afford children, and even if we could, who wants to subject another innocent human life to the current existence? Do you really want your child to be raised by screen strangers and who knows what else while you slave away at two jobs each, only to know they may have to do the same once old they're older? There is no American dream for us or anyone else in the near future. It's a bad bill of goods sold to us by men and women who sit atop ivory towers and pass judgments that will never affect them. Because they have wealth. They want obedient servants to pay their pay for their houses and health care and security. Yet the mere mention of some of those things for us is met with hostility and harshly hurled terms like communist, socialist, and lazy. We're cattle. We're livestock. And some of us are aiming to be the biggest bell at the ball. We're 4-H fair fucked. And they want to breed us. And they want to keep us sick and slow and stupid. Also, they can continue to sit atop a mount, a mountain of wealth. Because it's what's best for them. They will keep pulling from the bottom to stack to the top like a fucking game of Jenga until the whole goddamn thing falls down around them, knowing that it can't last forever, but better get while the getting's good. We have no right to complain, they say. Since we're not long for the grinders. And it often feels like the message sent from Washington is, if you have time to complain about how bad things are, you're obviously not working hard enough. Are we okay with this? Is this what we wanted? You go to work every day. Right? Every single day. Each one of you listening goes to work every single day. Does something. Right? You're productive. You do your best to try to put into society. Or, you at least do your best not to be a detriment to society. Right? Cool. You pay your taxes. You abide the laws. 
You do everything you can to be a, a, um, a decent citizen. And what do you get for it? What do you get? You're paying $6 a gallon for gas in some places. You're paying two to three times more at the grocery store. You're paying two to four times more if you're in trades for the supplies that you need. Your job tells you you're not worth a raise. Your landlord tells you they don't care, pay. The utility companies are raising the fucking rates. Everything is going to shit. This is is this what you voted for? Is this the America that seems so great? So much better than anywhere else? Have you talked to people outside of the U.S.? Have you spoken to them? Say from, I don't know, Canada, U.K., Germany. Everywhere has its problems. But, man... Everyone sees that America is in the death shutter right now. But there's not enough people. Current projections are uh, grim at best for the population. Now, I don't know if most, if anyone else saw the clip that I saw. Trump was speaking at a rally same day or just after the SCOTUS uh, verdict. And he called this woman up. Because apparently she was a representative or, or something like that. The clip's on YouTube. And she said, President Trump, I want to thank you. I want to thank you so much for preserving white life. And they said it was a slip of the tongue. They tried desperately to spin it as she misspoke. White and life are so close together that it's so easy for someone to say, you know, right to white or, you know, white begins at conception. Yeah, those, those, those just slip right out of my mouth. I didn't have to think about them at all. It's fucking bullshit. It's exactly what it is. Minorities are starting to outnumber the Caucasians. That's because the Caucasians can't afford to have children. And most of the younger generations don't have the burden of religion or responsibility in the sense of you need to procreate. 
not to say that minorities don't haven't done that too, but that that's their fear is the minorities are outnumbering the white folks. And they figure if they can brand most of these women criminals, they can save the or threaten to brand most of these women as criminals. They can save their white babies and start getting more out there. And they're passing laws, or they're they're working on passing laws to go after minorities next. They are currently working on legislation that would allow CPS to go into native land for child welfare checks. And we all know how that's going to go. They want to push legislation that'll go after gay marriage and the LGBTQs. In fact, there are some states that are eagerly awaiting being able to hunt down gay, lesbian, and trans individuals. And they are encouraging others to snitch if they know something. Like a neighborhood watch for gay people. If you know something, say something. Is this the America that you wanted? Do you want to worry about your daughters or your wives or your sisters or your mothers? Constantly. Do you want to worry about the people you care about and love? Because I'm going to tell you what. I guarantee there is someone in your family that these rules and these laws will affect. Did you know that uh, in cases of incest and rape, abortion is now illegal as well? Yep. That means, as some people have said, a rapist can pick their target. Because now, the woman can't have an abortion. And there's also legislation in place that allows the rapist to sue the mother for custody or visitation rights. And if the rapist is in jail, the family of the rapist can sue. Each member of the family can sue the mother. If anything goes wrong during the pregnancy, or if afterwards she gives it up for adoption without their say-so, or if she doesn't want anything to do with that family whatsoever. She no longer has that choice. Again, is this the America you wanted? Because it sure as fuck 
isn't the one I wanted. It is not the one that I was promised growing up. It is not the one that I wanted to grow up into. And it is not the one that I want to spend the next 30, 40 fucking years of my life living in. Because this shit is sickening. You get up every day knowing you do not fucking matter. And I'm not a special little snowflake and feeling entitled like I need to matter. Hell, I do a fucking radio show that almost nobody's goddamn heard of. I'm not looking to feel special. This is my therapy. This is my last hope for humanity. That someone, somewhere, hears what I'm saying and fucking agrees with me fully and is willing to also put in the effort to try to make things fucking right. Because the one thing the right has has about all of us is we're fucking lazy. If it's uncomfortable, we don't want to do it. I don't want to stop eating Taco Bell. I don't care if they're giving money to anti-abortion people. I want my crunch wrap supreme. Really? Your fucking taco worth it? Because I don't think it is. When you weigh the options of whether or not you get diarrhea that night, with whether or not a woman has a right to choose what to do with her own fucking body. Kind of easy on that one. And for anyone guessing, if you have to spell it out, I'll take not having fire hole for 400, Alex. There is no reason that these basic human rights have not been codified into the law. Other than it doesn't benefit those making a buck for every two cents we earn. Worse yet, I see infighting within all of the fucking movements. Women claiming trans women have no right to argue was one that really pissed me off recently. Then again, I am mad anytime I see women badmouthing other women. That shit is so toxic and I don't understand it. I don't understand why society accepts people who have done horrible things to one another or to others and welcomes them back into the graces and financially supports that instead of shunning them and sending clear messages that certain things are not tolerable within society. But people say it's too big. It's too much. I can't have all that in my head. I'd go crazy. Well, look where it got us. We oversimplified our minds and lost all our rights in the process. We say here all the time, your money is your vote. Every day, you choose who and what you support by buying goods and services. If you don't like what someone is promoting... If it's bad for society, and there are some pretty fucking clear lines as to what is bad, don't support it or them in any way. 
every year you hear people say how atrocious it is, the com- rampant consumerism, commercialism of Christmas. Are you doing anything about it? No. You complain about it and you move on. Why participate? Because you'll feel bad? Because somebody else's expectations of you participating in it? Fuck them. I don't even care if they're family. Fuck them. Do you know most of us can't stand our fucking families? And that's because a lot of them carry those old archaic ways of thinking. That they know what's best and that if you're not their age, you don't know anything. I'm guilty of that myself at times. I look at some of the younger generation and and the fucking verbiage, the language, the way it's it's being reshaped and in in my opinion, bastardized. But that's it. It's my opinion. You know, I see things, especially lately, one, all my GOP friends, I would say all my GOP friends are being extremely quiet, but at the same time, I've got a lot of them unfollowed. I'm friends with them still. They're still there. I go check up on them once in a while, but they're muted because I don't want to see their bullshit anymore. Just like I'm pretty sure I'm muted. But they've been smart enough to stay away from my wall and my posts. Because I meant what I said. I don't fucking care what your opinion is. I don't care what your viewpoint is. It is no longer a valid argument. And whatever Fox News or MSNBC, or wherever you get your news from is telling you. It's not telling you the truth. Not fully. Because it's bad for business. Now we see musicians and actors and politicians, all who have done some pretty foul shit to fans, family, and business associates, go away for a little bit and then they pop back up extolling the virtue or extolling their virtue via change and promise that'll never happen again politicians do this too and I say fuck that and fuck you so cool you learned from it now fuck off you shit the bed on your life you don't get to get a new set of sheets go wash them and continue laying in them We've been on this downward spiral ever since the keys of the luxury sedan were handed over from the silent generation. The boomers, man. They drove that car into every light pole, guardrail, and mailbox they could find. Never even did minimal maintenance on it. And then when Generation X was ready to drive, the boomers sold them this beat-up sedan. With interest! Rather than giving it to them. They told them it would build character and kept them in line by changing the rules and terms every time they got close to paying it off. Every generation since has been forced to drive a car that hasn't been maintained or rebuilt in any way, shape, or form since. 
That's why I take my hat off every time I see a shipbox car. I show respect because that's America rolling by. And they want us to show respect. I want you to know that tonight's show will not probably make it three hours. This show will be however long it is. I don't have a lot of filler for tonight. That's the point of the Unfiltered Odd episodes. It will also be completely free to everybody. And I'll put it up for my patrons, yeah, but you'll also be able to hear the entire thing wherever you get podcasts. I do have three songs that I specifically chose for tonight. I originally wasn't going to do songs or run commercials or have co-hosts. I don't have co-hosts tonight. I am running commercials. Because I need a minute in between at least to, to just breathe. So I don't anger the blood too much where I'm laying in bed tonight staring at the ceiling ready to tear this fucking country apart with my bare hands if I have to. Friday, when all this happened, part of the reason I took the the night off, like I said, was to so, show solidarity with women, and and to, I felt, it meant more. For my voice to be absent that night, than it would have for me to have gone on and done my little song and dance of distraction for three hours. But I I couldn't do the distraction. And I couldn't talk about what was happening. Because at that moment, I had no solutions. Nothing that wasn't violent or aggressive. And I'm already very certain I'm going to wind up on a watch list for this particular episode alone. And the shit that I've been posting. Because I am ready to rip this country apart with my bare hands. If I have to. This was the linchpin moment that sent me over the edge. I don't own firearms. I don't know how to make explosives. But I know how to talk. And I know how to reach people. And maybe, just maybe, that might be enough. All I know is if I disappear, understand that I hit a nerve. Now you got to go back and listen to figure out what it was. I'm going to go back and read through some of what's in the chat here. Grace was here or is here. He said, when was the last time the U.S. was voted happiest country on earth? Oh, yeah, never. Uh, Hootis just said, whenever I hear the term respect your elders, it drives me fucking crazy. It comes from a time when the older generation taught the younger generation uh, and took care of the infants. Nowadays, the older generation does nothing but attempt to keep control 
uh, keep the control they have over the younger generations. You want respect, fucking earn it. All those generations did was wreck this fucking country. Gen Xers didn't do too bad. They just couldn't really get anywhere. They're like the invisible generation. I will say that a generation that has impressed me, I still think they have their head up their ass, but they're fucking (laughs) about that life, is Gen Z. Uh... Gen Z fucking doxed the goddamn Supreme Court justices. They released their home addresses, their IP addresses, their social security numbers, and their fucking credit card numbers. It was goddamn beautiful. And I'm going to tell you that that's the way we got to start fighting these motherfuckers. I have no solutions this time. Well, that's not true. I actually, at the time that I wrote this, I had no solutions. So I'm reading from a script tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I had to collect my thoughts. But I had no solutions at that time beyond vocalizing my frustrations with the government and the country as a whole. We are not the greatest there is. Not by a long shot. None of these Christian right values are going to make us great. God does not bless America no matter what you've heard. For if there even were a God, the constant and flagrant blind eye to basic human rights would in no way put you into their favor. That is, if you honestly paid attention to the character of Jesus and what he said in that book. But just like Traverse City every year, They love to cherry pick. Focus on what suits them and their desires best. It's open to interpretation, they say. But when you interpret it in a sensible and equitable way, no, 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 you're not understanding it right. Well, what the fuck? Y'all got a special decoder ring or some shit? Because the way the Christian right behaves in D.C., y'all got the devil in you, apparently. But yeah, like I said, when this first happened, and pretty much the whole weekend, I felt nothing but rage and anger. And and in that moment, I yet again understood why riots happen. Is because you get to a point where you don't feel heard or seen you get to a point where you don't feel you have anything left to lose and you want to make someone hurt as much as you are or as much as your community is or your family and then all bets are off you know it's cliche as fuck to say but The Joker was right. Everyone is one bad day away from being him. And that bad day is a varying mark. Some people takes a lot 
Others, very little. And can you fucking believe on the same day that they took away the uh, women's reproductive rights and and things like that, or uh, uh, their right to abortion, their right to health care, their reproductive rights, their bodily autonomy, the same fucking day they took that away. They expanded the Second Amendment. So let's piss all the women off and make it easier to get guns. And just a couple of days before, they ruled that police can no longer be sued for Miranda rights violations. Check the scoreboard. Easier to get guns and have guns. Easier for cops to overstep their bounds. Restricting the rights of women. I have friends that are uh, possibly going up to Lansing to protest. And I'm very scared for my friends going. It is too dangerous, in my opinion, to go protest anymore. The police are nothing but hired thugs, goons, you have people who infiltrate your protests as instigators, whether paid or otherwise. And then you have, like, what happened in Iowa last week. Or this week, I should say. A man in a yee-yee truck, big old 4 by 4 decided to mow down a group of women who were protesting for pro-choice. Tell me it's safe to protest. Because no matter what, even if you are there with a peaceful protest, all it takes is one brick, and it doesn't even have to be thrown by your group. All it takes is one cop having a bad day. All it takes is one mistake. And you might not be going home to your family. I understand the reason for protesting. I understand that it is a risk. But it used to be all you were risking was being arrested. Now you might die. I I don't think I don't think that that's the price that a lot of people want to or should have to pay. It's not one that I want to pay. It's not one that anyone I love should have to pay or I want to see them pay. 
shouldn't be that way. We're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, I am, uh, I'm going to go over some ways on how we might be able to fix things. It depends, though, if you're willing to put in the effort. And these things do take some effort. I'm not going to lie. This isn't a simple slap a bumper sticker on your fucking car and drive around with it. This is, you need to actively start taking steps. This country is headed for what I believe to be one of the darkest periods if something doesn't change fast. You're going to get songs from Carmel Liberty, the Chinchillionaires, and Robert Lewis Jr. You're listening to The Cultivad on tapdetroit.com and we'll be back. Now it's time for our Patreon shout-out. Big thanks to Seaweezy, Bryce Rogers, Tiki, Justin Burnside and Zaldor of Zaldor's World Podcast for becoming a patron. Welcome to our Holy Mother and the Throne She Sits Upon, who have joined the Cult of Odd Plus. We hope you enjoy, our long, uncut and girthy, uh, episodes until you're fully satisfied and left shaking from laughter. For everyone else, you can join our Patreon too. Just head to patreon.com forward slash cultivart. Become a patron and reap the benefits today. Tired of regular bar food and bar atmospheres? Yes! Do you long for a place that feels like home where you're treated as family and not just another customer? Yes! Yes! Then Big League Brews is the place for you. Their menu is the most extensive in all of Downriver. They have an excellent breakfast selection, and they're also well-known for their burgers and wings. But hey, if you don't want to believe just some guy on the radio, Big League Brews has been voted Best Sports Bar in Metro Detroit by Click on Detroit six years in a row. They have the friendliest staff and a wide array of cocktails and beers, 26 of them on draft, with new creations regularly. Yes! And, if you're looking for work, Big League Brews offers the most competitive wages with great medical and dental and vision benefits and plenty of paid time off. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to Big League Brews, located at 20428 Ecourse Road in Taylor, Michigan. Or, head to BigLeagueBrews.com for more info. Big League Brews. Go beyond ordinary. Eat and drink extraordinary. Are you tired of incense that stinks? Motor City Candleworks is Metro Detroit's number one source for premium handmade incense, as well as hand sanitizer and now massage oil, with a wide array of scents inspired by Michigan cities and attractions. You're sure to find a fragrance that'll keep your love of the mitten burning all year round. Head to MotorCityCandleworks.com and order yours today. And make sure you find them on Facebook, too, for all of their upcoming sales and events. Motor City Candleworks. Michigan handmade scents that just make sense. That smell. The kind of smelly smell. We the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of our liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. 
fools, they don't know what to think. Full of misinformation and too much to drink. Work hard and save, you still die like the rest. Pledge allegiance, all hail their own family crest. A world made of syntax and Take them down, 
fix this how do we ensure human rights are the focus because that's what it comes down to human rights basic human rights i don't care that you're french i don't care that you're african i don't care that you're canadian i don't care that you're german or whatever basic human rights we need to put human above everything else Is there anyone that we can appeal to? Well, it took me a little bit, and I came upon a solution. You know, the UN functions supposedly for other countries' human rights. Articles 16 through 30 cover a lot of what America seems to ignore. The UN drafted a Declaration of Basic Human Rights, 30 out articles outlining what is considered to be human rights. I'm going to read them to you. Preamble and all. Whereas recognition of the inherent dignity and of the equal and inalienable rights of all members of the human family is the foundation of freedom, justice, and peace in the world. Whereas disregard and contempt for human rights have resulted in barbarous acts which have outraged the conscience of mankind and the advent of a world in which human beings shall enjoy freedom and speech and belief and freedom from fear and want has been proclaimed as the highest aspiration of the common people. Whereas it is essential if man is not to be compelled to have recourse as a last resort to rebellion against tyranny and oppression, that human rights should be protected by the rule of law, whereas it is essential to promote the development of friendly relations between nations, whereas the people of the United Nations have in the Charter reaffirmed their faith in fundamental human rights, in the dignity and worth of the human person and in the equal rights of men and women have determined to promote social progress and better standards of life and larger freedom. Whereas, members, uh, whereas member states have pledged themselves to achieve in cooperation with the United Nations the promotion of universal respect for and observance of human rights, and fundamental freedoms. Whereas a common understanding of these rights and freedoms is of the greatest importance for full realization of this pledge. Now, therefore, the General Assembly proclaims that this universal declaration of human rights as a common standard of achievement for all peoples and all nations to the end that every individual and every organ of society, keeping this declaration constantly in mind, shall strive by teaching and education to promote respect for these rights and freedoms 
and by progressive measures, national and international, to secure the universal and effective recognition and observance, both among the peoples of member states themselves and among the peoples of territories under their jurisdiction. Article 1. All human beings are born free and equal in dignity and rights. They are endowed with reason and conscience and should act towards one another in a spirit of brotherhood. Article 2. Everyone is entitled to all the rights and freedoms set forth in this declaration without distinction of any kind, such as race, color, sex, language, religion, political or other opinion, national or social origin, property, birth, or other status. Furthermore, no distinction shall be made on the basis of the political, jurisdictional, or international status of the country or territory to which the person belongs, whether it be independent, trust, non-self-governing, or under any other limitation of sovereignty. Article 3. Everyone has the right to life, liberty, and security of person. Article 4. No one shall be held in slavery or servitude. Slavery and the slave trade shall be prohibited in all their forms. Article 5. No one shall be subjected to torture or to cruel, inhumane, or degrading treatment or punishment. Article 6. Everyone has the right to recognition everywhere as a person before the law. Article 7. All are equal before the law and are entitled without any discrimination to equal protection of the law. All are entitled to equal protection against any discrimination in violation of this declaration and against any incitement to such discrimination. Article 8. Everyone has the right to an effective remedy by the competent national tribunals for acts violating the fundamental rights granted him by the Constitution or by law. Article 9. No one shall be subjected to arbitrary arrest, detention, or exile. Article 10. Everyone is entitled in full equality to a fair and public hearing by an independent and impartial tribunal in the detrimation or in the determination of his of their rights and obligations of any criminal charges against them article 11 everyone charged with a penal offense has the right to be presumed innocent until proven guilty according to law in a public trial at which he or at which they have had all the guarantees necessary for their defense. No one shall be held guilty of any penal offense on account of any act or omission which did not constitute a penal offense under national or international law at the time when it was committed, nor shall a heavier penalty be imposed than the one that was applicable at the time of the penal offense committed. Article 12. No one shall be subjected to arbitrary interference with his privacy, family, home, or correspondence, nor to attacks upon his honor and reputation. 
Everyone has the right to protection of the law against such interference or attacks. Article 13. Everyone has the right to freedom of movement and residence within the borders of each state. Everyone has the right to leave any country, including his own, and to return to his country. Article 14. Everyone has the right to seek and to enjoy in other countries asylum from persecution. This right may not be invoked in the case of prosecutions genuinely arising from non-political crimes or from acts contrary to the purposes and principles of the United Nations. Article 15. Everyone has the right to a nationality. No one shall be arbitrarily deprived of his nationality, nor denied the right to change his nationality. Article 16. Men and women of full age without any limitation due to race, nationality, or religion have the right to marry and to found a family. They are entitled to equal rights as to marriage, during marriage, and at its dissolution. Marriage shall be entered into only with free and full consent of the intended spouses. The family is the natural and fundamental group unit of society and is entitled to protection by society and the state. Article 17. Everyone has the right to own property alone as well as in association with others. No one shall be arbitrarily deprived of his property. Article 18. Everyone has the right to freedom of thought, conscience, and religion. This right includes freedom to change his religion or belief and freedom, either alone or in community with others, or and in public or private, to manifest their religion or belief in teaching, practice, worship, and observance. Article 19. Everyone has the right to freedom of opinion and expression. This right includes freedom to hold opinions without interference and to seek, receive, and impart information and ideas through any media and regardless of frontiers. <clears throat> Article 20. Everyone has the right to freedom of peacefully assembly. An association. No one may be compelled to belong to an association. Article 21. Everyone has the right to take part in the government of his country directly or through freely chosen representatives. Everyone has the right to equal access to public service in this country. The will of the people shall be the basis of the authority of government. This will shall be expressed in periodic, genuine elections which shall be by universal and equal suffrage and shall be held by secret vote or by equivalent free voting procedures. Article 22. Everyone as a member of society has the right to social security and is entitled, entitled to realization through national effort and international cooperation and in accordance with the organization and resources of each state of the economic, social, and cultural rights indispensable for their dignity and the free development of their personality. Article 23. Everyone has the right to work to free choice of employment, to just and favorable conditions of work, and to protection against unemployment. Everyone without any discrimination has the right to equal pay for equal work. Everyone work, who works has the right 
to just and favorable remuneration, ensuring for himself and his family an existence worthy of human dignity and supplemented, if necessary, by other means of social protection. Everyone has the right to form and to join trade unions for protection of their interests. Article 24. Everyone has the right to rest and leisure, including reasonable limitation of working hours and periodic holidays with pay. Article 25. Everyone has the right to a standard of living adequate for the health and well-being of themselves and their family, including food, clothing, housing, and medical care, as well as necessary social services and the right to security in the event of unemployment, sickness, disability, widowhood, old age, or other lack of livelihood in circumstances beyond their control. Motherhood and childhood are entitled to special care and assistance. All children, whether born in or out of wedlock, shall enjoy the same social protections. Article 26. Everyone has the right to education. Education shall be free, at least in the elementary and fundamental stages. Elementary education shall be compulsory. Technical and professional education shall be made generally available, and higher education shall be equally accessible to all on the basis of merit. Education shall be directed to the full development of the human personality and to strengthen uh, the respect for human rights and fundamental freedoms. It shall promote understanding, tolerance, and friendship among all nations, racial or religious groups, and shall further the activities of the United Nations for maintenance of peace. Parents have a prior right to choose the kind of education that shall be given to their children. Article 27. Everyone has the right to freely participate in cultural life and of community to enjoy the arts and to share in scientific advancements and its benefits. Everyone has the right to the protection of the moral and material interests resulting from any scientific, literary, or artistic production of which they are the author. Everyone is entitled to a social and international order in which the rights and freedoms set forth in this declaration can be fully realized. Article 29. Everyone has duties to the community in which alone the free and full development of their personality is possible. In the exercise of their rights and freedoms, everyone shall be subject only to such limitations as determined by law solely for the purpose of securing due recognition and respect for the rights and freedoms of others, and of meeting the just requirements of morality, public order, and general welfare in a democratic society. These rights and freedoms may in no case be exercised contrary to the purpose and principles of the United Nations. And Article 30. Nothing in this declaration may be interpreted as implying for any state, group, or person any right to engage in any activity or to perform any act aimed at the destruction of any of the rights and freedoms set forth herewithin. I hope you caught all that. This was done in the 70s. 
this Declaration of Human Rights, the 70s. In 92, America signed it. In fact, I have a letter here, an op-ed, written by Jimmy Carter. The article was originally in the Christian Science Monitor. Give it a chance, because we all know Jimmy Carter loves him some God. But Jimmy Carter is also one of the smartest and most noble men on the face of the planet. That man is like 153 and still out there building houses for people who need him. In this article, he says, Many United States citizens have no idea that for over two decades our country refused to ratify what surely is one of the most important international human rights documents of our time, the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, which establishes universal standards for the protection of basic civil and political liberties in one of three documents that comprise the International Bill of Rights. In 1966, the ICC... PR was adopted by the United Nations, but no action was taken by this country to ratify until 1977, at which time I, Jimmy Carter, signed the covenant and submitted it to the Senate for advice and consent as required by our Constitution. The Senate finally gave this consent on April of 1992, and in early June, George Bush signed the instrument of ratification. On June 8, 1992, the U.S., one of the key players in drafting the covenant, finally ratified this important human rights treaty. Because of this historic action, the U.S. removes its name from the list of pariah countries such as China, Saudi Arabia, and South Africa, remember when this was written, that have refused to accede to international human rights instruments along with 102 other countries worldwide that have ratified or acceded to the ICCPR. Our country will submit a report to the UN Human Rights Committee every five years outlining measures taken by the U.S. to implement the Covenant's provisions. In addition, U.S. citizens will be able to serve on this committee, which has been meeting since 1976 to discuss the progress of countries that have ratified the Covenant before ratification. We were the only Western industrialized democracy absent from the committee. Now that the U.S. has taken this important step, however, it must not create doubts about its dedication and adherence to the covenant by sanctimoniously picking and choosing among the provisions to which it will adhere. President Bush officially took ex- exception to some covenant provisions that conflict with domestic laws, including one on juvenile executions. The Bush administration wants to reserve the right to allow states to continue to execute juveniles. The only other nations that execute their young are Iraq, Iran, Pakistan, Bangladesh, and Nigeria. New legislation is now required to make U.S. law conform with the covenant and with international law on this and other points. Ratification of the ICCPR provides an excellent opportunity for the U.S. to strengthen civil liberty provisions and domestic legal codes and affirm that international standards such as treaties prevail as the law of the land. Ratification also induces our government to examine more closely the reasons for the upheaval 
that has shaken the U.S. in the wake of the Rodney King verdict. Racial discrimination, police brutality, and the inadequate responses from the federal government to this point, and the economic and social marginalization of African Americans and other minorities are issues that demand immediate attention. The government should also give higher priority to human rights in formulating foreign policy. Why were human rights abuses by Iraq of no apparent interest to the United States government before the invasion of Kuwait? It is of equal concern that the Bush administration recently proposed a very generous trade package for China, a country that has failed to improve its appalling human rights record, again written in '92. The U.S. has yet to ratify several other widely accepted human rights treaties, including the International Covenant of Economic, Social, and Cultural Rights, the Covenant, along with the ICCPR and the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, completes the International Bill of Rights. Those who oppose the ratification of the Second Covenant believe governments have no obligation to safeguard the rights of their citizens to jobs, education, housing, and adequate standard of living. Recent events illustrate the tragic flaws of such thinking. Also awaiting action by the Bush administration and the Senate are the American Convention on Human Rights, which I signed in May of 1977. The Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Racial Discrimination and the Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Discrimination Against Women. Even the Convention on the Rights of the Child has not yet been signed by the U.S. By ratifying the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, the U.S. has taken a step forward, albeit at too slow a pace. It is now incumbent upon the future administrations to accelerate this progress and take action to end our country's inconsistency and double standards in dealing with human rights at home and abroad. We can hardly clamor for justice in other parts of the world if we will not pledge to provide justice for our own citizens. So I don't know if any of you have figured out exactly what I'm suggesting here. I am suggesting that everyone that hears this episode not only file with the UN against the United States of America for human rights violations, but you encourage others to do so. In fact, I have an email that all you'll have to do is copy and paste. And it will be going up with this show along with the link to the form that you can fill out if you want to go more in-depth. Based on the 30 articles that I read, the United States has continually violated numerous human rights. Numerous human rights violations. Still think we're the greatest country in the world? And Roe v. Wade was about so much more than abortion. All the GOP wants you to see is it's about murdering babies, and that's just not true. Call it their alternative facts, but Roe v. Wade secured the rights to access to tons of reproductive health services, freeing up access to birth control, hormone treatment, and making life more tolerable for millions of women. And that's the other thing. They outnumber us. 
Men versus women. There are 167.5 million women in the United States. They outnumber us by 5 million. And yet these crusty old cocksuckers sitting up in fucking Washington who are in the minority have decided that they know what's best. As I stated earlier in the beginning, some women actually use birth control to regulate their internal chemicals to actually allow them to get pregnant when they're ready. Without these rights and and the access Roe Roe v. Wade provided, there are some serious health issues that would kill a ton of women, either through the afflictions themselves or the depression associated with feeling ill every day. Women taking hormones for menopause will lose access to those medications in these archaic-minded states, and seeking them from more level-headed states will brand them as criminals. Just to be healthy. Do you know, and some of you might, in many states, even before this, if a woman wanted to go, I don't know, get her tubes tied, they wouldn't allow her to? If she were married, she would have to have her husband's permission. If she were single, they would say, well, what if you meet a man that wants kids? Who the fuck cares? Let him go have them. The woman wanted the fucking... uh, Women wanted tubal ligations. They should be able to get them. Apparently, too, there's a place in... uh, Is it Kentucky? I say it was Kentucky. Where a woman found out that she could get... Scheduled to have her tubes tied. But she had to get on a waiting list. Fine. I guess. And there were 50 women ahead of her. And she was like, well, you know, 50 women, that's that's not a lot. That should move pretty quickly. Nope. The state regulates the doctor on how many they can do a month. Five. Five tubal ligations a month. That's it. Anybody want to look up what the female population in Kentucky is? Also, too, you have uh, young girls getting their periods early. Uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a, a young young woman can get her period anywhere between the age of 9 and 15. Younger is rare, of course. But it's still possible. And they removed the right to abortion in the cases of incest and rape. So what do you think this is really about? Now maybe they want them branded as criminals. Remember, with the recent decriminalization and legalization of marijuana and byproducts, The for-profit prison system that some states rely on for labor and taxes, well, those prisons are, you know, not getting the influx that they used to. So what if that's the plan? Turn women into felons. 
lock them up, take away their right to vote, and make it easier to push the patriarchal agenda of men being the only vote that matters. Sure, it sounds far-fetched, but did you really think women were going to lose their right to say what happens to their health? Did you think that that was far-fetched too? Did you think you would never see that day? And Jimmy Carter brought up Rodney King. And he's right. Or he was right. Those articles of basic human rights... the last 50 years at least the United States is in, has been in violation repeatedly through its Gestapo police force and some of you will be like well the police don't work for the federal government no you're, you're right they're city and local but realistically the police work for who's rich They work for the people with money. It doesn't matter that your tax dollars go to pay for their retirement and their health care and, and whatnot. Nope. No, sir. He who has the fattest wallet controls the pigs. And as I said, a lot of things here in America go against the UN's Human Rights Declaration. And we expect other countries to fall in line with it and go to war to enforce it. Well, if you ask me, SCOTUS just declared war on women. And war on anyone who isn't a straight, white male. We have to be smart about how we proceed from here, though. My suggestions at the beginning were all aggressive and violent. But after a few days of thought and time to quell the rage, my suggestions are A. File a human rights violation with the UN against the American government. B. Vote, 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 and make your voices heard as loudly as possible. And C. Strike. Organize a walkout nationwide. I suggest that you save for several months. Walk out at the busiest time of the year, near the holidays. I mean every woman in every industry and every one that supports them. From retail to healthcare to trucking. Shut everything the fuck down and refuse to go back until your rights are federally protected. Money is the only thing they seem to listen to. So we need to dry up their cash flow even further. Stockpile what you can and save whatever cash you can to get you through. Our biggest issue here in America, and when it comes to the people, is we don't move as a unified front. As I said earlier, protesting has become dangerous due to instigators and police jackboots. But if you feel safe and you want to protest in the Capitol and in front of the homes of politicians, do so. Understand they will sell, send infiltrators to discredit your power. 
film everything. But walk out. If the pandemic proved anything, it's that without us in the workforce, they're fucked. Look at how many people walked away from their jobs to pursue their own thing. The gig economy blew up over the course of the pandemic. People were happier. There are people still out there in the gig economy who are happier. And look what happened to corporations' bottom lines. They bottomed out. And we can push them even further. But we have to do it together. We have to move as a unified front. We have to be willing to put in the effort and take the steps to secure our country's future. Because I'm going to tell you what, as it stands right now, we don't have much of a future. We are looking at all-out war or all-out totalitarian rule. An aristocratic society and the peasants underneath them. Just look at the wage gap. It's growing further and further. The middle class gap to the top. They're getting closer and closer to the lower class. They're getting closer and closer to having to live in almost abject poverty. But they still believe in trickle-down economics. They still think that the people peeing at the top will water their gardens at the bottom. Because, no. That's, that's not how it's going to work. It, ha- it hasn't worked. One percent. It's probably even less than that at this point. Like 0.5% now. Control the majority of the wealth within this country. And the rest of us We're lucky if we get table scraps. Men, you might be asking yourself what you can do to help by by supporting uh, your wives, your mothers, your daughters. I'm going to suggest this. Every one of you has a smartphone. I want you right now, while you're listening to this, to download any period tracker. I know this sounds crazy. But download any period tracker and start tracking random stupid shit. Create fake people and flood their data with inaccurate numbers. Track your workouts, when you cut the grass, when you buy gas, it doesn't matter. Track when you take a fucking dump, like a serious goddamn dump. Just pick something and make it your period. Because that's the other thing that was packaged in. Along with the whistleblower 
legislation that is is going through certain states. The U.S. government now has access, if they so choose, to all of your medical data and all the medical data of any woman. Doctors and nurses are being told to report anything that looks like it could have been an abortion or a miscarriage or any abnormalities that they find. Companies use the data that they get from period trackers and they sell it. So if they notice you've skipped a period, they could ask questions. Hey, you didn't have a period for three months and then you started having a period again. We want you to submit to a medical exam. But like I said, guys, you can help. Download period trackers, create fake people, flood their data with inaccurate numbers. Make it worthless. These are some of the tactics that Gen Z is even doing. Like I said earlier, these kids are out of here fucking the system via doxing and wreaking havoc for the politicians. They found the home addresses, IP addresses, social security number, and credit card information. They released it into the wild and caused all the judges to have to shut down their accounts, and it's keeping them guessing. These kids are literally putting their freedom on the line to make all of our voices heard. What the fuck are you doing? Because I'm here to tell you, it's not going to stop at Roe v. Wade. Clarence Thomas has already said they are coming for contraceptives, gay marriage, and sodomy laws next. The religious right is intent on turning the clock back in America by 50 plus years. And the left is too goddamn gutless to stop them. So when no parties represent you anymore, you become your own governing entity. We need to stop electing crusty old career politicians that have no interest in the people they're supposed to be representing. If you know someone spouting anti-human rights rhetoric, call them out publicly. If they run a business, screenshot their bullshit and rally to push them out of business and out of our society. Because remember, there are more of us than there are of them. It's just the rules that favor them. They stand on the Constitution saying that it's so important. It would have, If it was so important, it would have been there already. And that they can just amend it if it's what everyone wants. But the problem is, uh, amendments aren't concrete. And they can be overturned and reworded to negate the good they were supposed to be provided. Do you know that Thomas Jefferson stated that the Constitution should be written every two decades or so? He understood that life changes and society changes. Our founding fathers could have never fathomed half of what society is now. The simple fact of all of the power that you have in your fucking pocket. Some of you are listening to me on devices they couldn't even conceive. In their wildest cocaine-driven fantasies. Actually, I'm sorry, it would have been opium. Let's be honest. So why do we insist on hanging our hats on a 250-year-old document? 
Society grows. It's how things are supposed to go. Change is inevitable. And the more we cling to the sins and ideals of the past, the more damage we do to the progression of our minds, bodies, and spirit. If we ever hope to be one enlightened species, we need to remove the unenlightened from the conversation. We are not Americans. We are human beings on planet Earth. One rock, one people. I'm going to post how you can file a complaint with this show. And also going to give you a link to where you can download the pre-written email to send to the UN. Again, it takes effort. And if our elected officials are not going to put in the fucking effort, then we will. Both in our homes and at the fucking ballot box. I'm tired of choosing between the lesser of two evils. I am tired of being told, we'll get them next time. I am tired of being told, well, you didn't have the votes. They keep changing the rules to keep themselves in favor. The word gerrymandering is something everyone should understand and call out. For those of you that don't know, gerrymandering is where they redraw the district lines to favor their agenda. So, if you have an area that's, say, I don't know, 10 by 10, but in 2 by 10 of it, that's where the majority of the voters for your agenda Exist Well, then they just redraw those lines and that 10 by 10 square gets chopped up into four different sections. And now, the sections that are uh, with the agenda that they want to pass, those all get clumped together so they look like they're more. It's rigged. You can't win. Not at the ballot box. But like I said, I don't advocate violence or aggression yet. And I know that's a strong word, yet. But I do understand that we are standing on the precipice of an all-out bloody war with our government. And that if things don't go a certain way, they will, without a doubt, swarm every major city and institute martial law And then they can do whatever they want. 
So remember, if we become too violent, we're giving them everything they want. Every little thing. I want you to remember. I don't care what color your skin is. I don't care what nation you hail from. I don't care what religion you are. You are a human being first, above all else. One rock, one people. Hope you learned something tonight. I hope it lit that fire under your ass. Because I know I'm sending my letter. I hope you send yours. And I want to say to all of the women of the United States of America right now, even the misguided ones that are voting for these legislations, I am sorry. I am sorry we didn't protect you well enough. I am sorry we didn't stand next to you and and fight that fight with you. I am so sorry for how scared you are. Not only for yourselves, but for your children. For your partners. For your family. It is not It is not my fault, but someone should be apologizing to you. And if they're not going to do it, I will. You deserve way better. Without women, we are nothing, we would not exist. So I am sorry. And I really, really hope that we're able to make the changes to rectify this egregious dishonor and disrespect. The last week has been terrifying and I can only imagine what the coming weeks will bring. Some of us are finally listening, though. Some of us were already listening. But I think you're starting to see more and more people realize how fucked up things got. If there is any one of you out there that happens to hear this and you are still voting for GOP, stop listening. Because I don't want you in my circle. I don't want you in my camp. I don't want you in my society. Your opinion is steeped in racism, ignorance, and blind hatred. And 
blind patriotism. You are the problem. We're willing to let you change. We're willing to let you see the error of your ways. Because you are in error. But some of us might not be willing to wait too long. One rock. One people. Stand up for your human rights. Because if you don't, I don't know if anyone will. We'll be back next week.